Hi, everybody. Welcome back to What's True for Everybody. This is Everyday Experiences number six, and it is called How Do You Throw Away a Decapitated Bird? <laughs> yes, that is a question. How do you throw away a decapitated bird? Here's why I ask. The other day, I don't know, three days ago, four days ago, I looked out my back sliding door window and I saw a dead bird bird on our deck railing. It had somehow, it was in the tree, and I know this, I'll tell you how I know this in a second, and it fell right on the ledge, and I, I went outside, look a little closer, and I see some flies, you know, hovering around and doing their thing, and I see a couple bees on this bird, and I notice there's no head. There's just blood. This bird is decapitated. On the grass on the other side of my deck below the railing are, are just these a, a lot, a lot of feathers. I don't know a bird had this many feathers. And um, I'm like, what do I do? What in the world am I going to do? So I went and got a shovel. Well, first I was like, who can clean this up? <laughs> do I call, can I call someone? Can I get my wife to do this? No, she's allergic to bees. There's a couple of bees there. Uh, my daughter, no, she wouldn't want to do that. My son, no, that's like child protective services probably might be called there. So I was like, I, okay, I think, I think I'm the one who has to do this. So I go in the garage, I get a shovel. I go back to the backyard and I'm like, okay, step one, just knock this bird off the, the, ledge the deck railing onto the grass and then we'll just go from there i'll figure out step two after that so standing as far away from this bird as i can and, and these couple flies and a couple bees or a lot of flies and a couple bees i just nudge the bird onto the ground dozens of bees like fly out of this bird there were bees inside of the bird just doing whatever they were doing in there and so i have all these bees flying i literally ran back into the house <laughs> My wife is allergic to bees, and so if there's one, she'll like run away and like help me. Um, and I'm like, ah, come on, that's you're okay. But this is what I did. I just ran back into the house, shut the door as quickly as I could. Did any bees get in here? What are, what's going on? So I had to wait a couple minutes to see if the bees would kind of leave. They didn't. And so I text my brother, <laughs> and I just said, here, here was my text. How do you throw away a decapitated bird? <laughs> His response garbage can. <laughs> it's pretty no nonsense. It's like, okay, okay, garbage can. I'll do it. I get a garbage bag, put it um, next to the door. I go into my room and I put on this armor. I put on pants, which I don't, one of my life mottos is why wear pants when you can wear shorts. If I'm not at work, I don't care what time of year it is. I don't care the temperature. I'm usually just wearing shorts in my house. Pants, not a big fan. Put on pants. This is armor. I put on a hoodie, a zip up sweatshirt, pull the hood as low as I can over my face uh, get the garbage bag. And I just like, let's do this like warrior style. So I, <laughs> I kid you not. The thing that came to my mind was a line from Joshua chapter one in the old Testament, which is this be strong and courageous. <laughs> Cause I didn't feel like being strong and courageous. I felt like calling someone to come take care of this, be strong and courageous. So, okay. Strong and courageous. Let's do this. We're, we're going in. So I open the back patio door, shut it as quickly as I can, and I just charge at this bird, put the garbage bag down, try to shovel this bird up as quickly as I can, put it in the garbage bag, tie it, run it over to our garbage can, uh, put the bag in there, 
wait a little bit longer so some of the bees will fly away, which they did when the bird was no longer there. Uh, And then I went and raked up (laughs) the leaves. I, I don't know how many, a lot of leaves. And I found, I didn't find the head. I still don't know where that is. I found part of the neck, like some of the bone in the neck. Ugh, gross. I took a couple pictures, <laughs> then sent them to my brother. Uh, be strong and courageous. I needed strength and courage in that moment. Like, okay, let's do this. We're going in brave heart stuff. Some, sometimes you just need a little brave heart in you. So this passage in Joshua chapter one, this is the Old Testament. This is the first book of the Bible after what's called the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Then you get to Joshua, which is like the first of 12 books of Israel's history. So this is number, this is number one. And it starts with this dude, Joshua, being called by God to lead his people into the promised land. So Moses has just died. He led the people for 40 years through the wilderness, out of Egypt, uh, away from Pharaoh, through the wilderness, and then to the edge of the promised land. And God's like, ah, yeah, you're not going in. You're going to die. There's going to be a new leader. Moses is like, what? So you get to Joshua chapter one and God tells Joshua, okay, you're up. Let's do this. You're going in. Uh, you're going to lead my people in. Yeah, I know Moses was was leader before, but he's he's gone and it's your turn. Like this is a huge deal. It's a huge undertaking. It's a huge honor. It's a huge, probably stressful, like what? Why am I the one to do this? And I'm going to read to you the first nine verses of Joshua and we're going to go from there. Here we go. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses aid. So he was like one of Moses assistants. Moses, my servant is dead. (laughs) Joshua's like, yeah, I know. Thanks. Good information. Now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan river into the land. I'm about to give them, which he had been promising them to the land, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot. As I promised Moses, your territory will extend from the desert of Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean sea in the West. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's like, yeah, Joshua was like, Moses is dead. How did that work out for him? Be strong. Here we go. Verse six, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land. I swore to their ancestors to give them be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law. My servant Moses gave you do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Is that familiar? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord, your God will be with you wherever you go. So Josh, Joshua or Josh takes God's words. He goes to his people and says, all right, get ready. In three days, we're going in. We have three days and we're going in. Let's do this. Be strong and courageous. He doesn't, interestingly, if you remember in Exodus, when God called Moses, Moses came up with this laundry list of excuses why he couldn't or didn't want to do it. You don't get this here from Joshua. Joshua's like, okay, let's do this. We're going in. So then the people say back to Joshua, this is verses 16 to 18 in Joshua 1. Uh, they answered Joshua, whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. 
Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, uh, whatever you may command them will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. And that's how chapter one ends with the people saying to Joshua, only be strong and courageous. Four times in chapter one, you have this line, be strong and courageous three times from God. And at one point, one of those is be strong and very courageous, a little emphasis there. And then one time from the people. So he's getting this from like all angles, be strong and courageous. And Joshua's response, we're going in. Let's do this. Let's go. We're going to put on our armor. We're going to get our shovel. We're going to attack this decapitated bird. By the way, I still have no idea how this bird was decapitated. <laughs> Be strong and courageous. We're going in three days. Let's do this. Question for you. What do you need to do? What is it you need to do? And you know you need to do it. And it's going to take strength. It's going to take courage. Be strong and courageous. And God is saying to you, let's do this. We're going in. You need to go in. You need to do this. And you may have to put on some armor to do it because it's like there's a couple dozen bees flying around. Maybe you're allergic to bees and it's just like volatile, hostile situation. Maybe there's there's some landmines. You have to be careful where your step or, or how you do this. Uh, And your thought is, how do you throw away a decapitated bird? How do I even go about doing this thing that I know God is asking me to do to have strength and courage to do? But you know it has to be done. And, And you're the one who has to do it. You can't pass this off to anybody else. This, for whatever reason, fair or not, you're responsible, you're like, because of something you've done or not, this, this is falling to you. It has to be done and you're the one who needs to do it and you know it. Maybe it's like leaving a job. It's unhealthy. It's toxic. It's killing you. You don't know what's next. All you know is you have to leave this. Someone once told me you can only act on the answers you know. Before you get all sorts of new questions, like what am I going to do? You can only act on what you actually know. Maybe it's like you need to start applying for a job. Maybe you don't have a job. You just need to start applying and you haven't been really doing it. You're just been kind of sitting around and this is what I need to do. And it's, it's, it's scary, nerve wracking to put yourself out there because maybe you've been denied, shot down, told no a few times. You're like, why would I even keep trying to do this? Maybe you need to confront someone. There's something that's unhealthy. It's, it's, it's going on and then you just need, it's something they're doing. It's how they're treating you, whatever it is. And you just need to, in truth and love, and patience, have a conversation with them, and it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt them. It's going to hurt you, but it needs to be done. Maybe you need to, you need to speak up and say what it is you need or what it is you want. Your needs, your desires aren't getting met, and, and it's not like you're reaching for the stars here. These are fair needs and desires. It's, it's how you actually should be treated, and, and you just need to speak up. And you don't want to make waves. You're a peacemaker, but you need to tell this person or these people uh, what it is you need out of this relationship, this work, whatever it is. Maybe it's like you need strength and courage to discipline your child. Your child just maybe walks all over you. You say one thing, they do another. And, and it's like, man, you just at some point need to put your foot. You're the parent. They're the child. You're not going to like it. They're not going to like it. It needs to be done. You're the person to do it. Maybe it's you need to tell your spouse what's not working for you in this marriage right now. And that's hard. Maybe you've been married less than a year. Maybe you've been married 20 years. 
and it's 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 hard to be that vulnerable, but this is the relationship where you need to be most vulnerable and you need to be open and honest about what's not working for you here. Maybe it's, you just, you need to not be lazy. <laughs> you need to get up off the couch and work hard, do something, be strong and courageous. It's like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I should do. Try something, try it, put yourself out there a little bit. Maybe uh, you're lonely. You need to step out for friends or community. You need to tr- try some sort of group, small group, try a sport, uh, a a neighborhood block part, whatever it is, you just need to get some friends for community. And that is scary stuff. What if they don't like me? What if this group doesn't last? Uh, Those are are answers for down the road. But right now you just need to try it. Who do you need to forgive? That takes strength and courage. Yeah, but they haven't asked for it or yeah, but it still hurts. Yeah, I know. I know. But step number one, what step can you take? Like, let's do this. <laughs> You're, we're going in. You need to start to forgive them. Maybe it's you need, you've been teetering on a decision and it's time to just make it one way or other. Maybe it's not, there's not a wrong decision. You just need to make a decision. Let's do this. We're going in. Be strong and courageous, my friends. Let's do this. We're going in. Grace and peace.